Oh my gosh, my loves, you're in for such a treat today because I feel like I have the visibility queen herself on my show. And I am so excited because like seriously, you're going to love Martha. I met Martha actually in 2020 in a group coaching program and I was like afraid to reach out to her. I thought that I knew that she was Brazilian, but I was like, man, like she'll never talk to me. And then like two years passed and I realized that her and I were together in another group coaching program. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it now. And I reached out to her and she was like the nicest person ever. And we low-key talk on Voxer like every day we have become such great friends. But anyway, Marta, tell my people who you are and tell them why you're the visibility queen. They must know. My gosh, you're so funny. And by the way, I had the same thoughts. I was like, is she presenting this name, this face? It seems suspicious. But I was also like, I'm not going to reach out. She's going to think I'm a, I'm a weirdo saying, by the way, are you Brazilian? <laughs> so we were having the same thoughts. And thank you for reaching out because that was fabulous. Well, thank you for having me on your show. So my name is Marcia Spurk. I'm an empowerment coach and marketing strategist, aka visibility queen <laughs> that you just crowned me. I've been passionate about helping women entrepreneurs increase their visibility and increase their sales. I've been at this like officially since late 2016 is when I officially started my business with network marketing. Many, many pivots later, here I am helping women really stand out on social media with their content by leveraging their personality and authenticity, but also standing out by being on stage. So getting paid to speak getting more speaking opportunities, being on more podcasts, right? Publishing books. I've published my book, being on TEDx, doing TV segments in their local news. Like the sky um, really is not the limit. We do all the things because I do all the things and then I bring them with me. Yeah. She also didn't mention that she has triplets and like a dog and like a lot of things going on for her. And honestly, Marta, one of the things, like there are so many things I admire about you but one of the things that always stood out to me is that you said, screw you, status quo. And you're always like, I am multi-passionate and I do these different things. And somehow I can bring them together and I'm not ashamed about it. So I know that women in my audience, a lot of them are in the space of, man, like I love way too many things. I want to talk about so many things, but how can I do that? So how, how did you do it? Yeah, well... It's interesting to see from an outsider's perspective that that's the image that they have. Screw status quo. It was a journey. And I had lots of criticism, even from family, mostly from family, actually, in saying, what are you doing, Marta? You have two degrees in languages. You've built a career as a translator, interpreter, in teaching languages. Why are you deciding to be a coach now? Why are you deciding to empower women now? Like, where is this coming from? And a lot of it came from becoming a mom and becoming a mom to triplets. It really, like turned my life upside down, as you may imagine, and, and as it does with motherhood anyways. And it put me on this journey of wanting to figure out what is it actually that I like doing? What is it actually that I'm really good at? And I knew that it had to do with encouragement because with having a background as being a teacher, it's part of me to want to encourage somebody and say, hey, you can do this too. Let me show you. Let me hold your hand. And this is really what coaching turned out to be once I realized that I could do that for myself. But in the years, it's taken up many forms as I figured out what can I actually help people with? What do I actually love helping people with? And in many ways, the passions found me because I was doing things for myself. I really want to, you know, do TEDx or I really want to do X, Y, and Z. And then people started asking me, how do you do that? 
And it was a process for me to admit to myself that I was qualified to teach them that. Just because I did it, it doesn't mean that I am qualified to teach them. Except then I started realizing, well, but I am a teacher. And then diving into like human design and I love the Enneagram too, all of these things started revealing to me and really confirming that it is part of who I am. It's not at times people ask me, where did you get this? Like, did you learn it from a mentor? Do you have this role model? Do you have? And at times I'm like, yeah, my mom really influenced me because she's a pastor. So she's always in front of people and, you know, unafraid of sharing her thoughts. So sure, there was that influence. But a lot of what I tell people now is it's who I am. I am multi-passionate. And when you look into my human design, it is there too. So my advice for the people that are like, I don't know where to start or I don't feel qualified, which by the way, newsflash, imposter syndrome is going to be there with you along the way. It just shows up differently along the journey is understanding who you are. That's our job on earth, you know, understand who you are, understand your purpose, and then develop this audacity to pursue who you are, you know, and to actually do the things that light you up and that you're passionate about. Because yes, there will be people that are going to say, who are you to do this? But there will be the people if you listen to them. And if you pay attention that are like, you're so good at this, please continue on doing this. And that was the other side of it was me listening to the people in my life that kept cheering me on and saying, Marta, you are a visibility person. This is what you're good at. This is what you help people with. And I was resistant in many ways because of imposter syndrome. But the more I leaned into it and surrendered to it, the more return I got, the more people have been helped. And I have been feeling super fulfilled in being able to facilitate that for them. Yes, 1000%. And obviously, it should go without saying, but the more visibility you have in business, the more successful your business is going to be. It's really like, that's the formula. So how did you overcome visibility fears? Because you touched upon that. So yes. can, do you have some tips, like one or two tips that you can kind of give my audience so they can understand like, okay, if Marta did it, I can do it too. Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is realizing that everybody has them because thinking like, you know, outsider's perspective of me being extremely extroverted you know, showing my face on social media, going all over the place. When I'm in a networking meeting, I make myself known. I volunteer to speak like I am that person. And I, at times, have felt self-conscious about that. Why do I have to do this? And again, understanding more about myself and my personality, I've allowed myself to just be who I am. I am going to be that person because this is who I am. Now, if you're not that person, then be who you are and accept that, right? So understanding that everybody has visibility fears, whether they're extroverted or introverted, it's going to show up. Yes, it's going to look a little bit different, but it's still there. So that's the first path, really. I mean, and that's one-on-one moving through any fear is acknowledging that you have a fear. And then the other step is acknowledging that everybody has it. Maybe some hide it better than others, you know, or they don't talk about it as much, which is everyone's own prerogative, whatever. But it is there, so you're not the only one. So I guess along those lines, I will say, Finding people that you can talk to about this, it has been really helpful to be able to talk to other entrepreneurs that are willing to share vulnerably and say, I'm scared, you know, or somebody said this and now I'm thinking about pulling back. And that is one of the things that I shared recently with a friend is saying, I'm doing this next thing, but I'm kind of scared because are people going to be thinking that I'm doing too many things? And she's like, if they are, who cares? You know, what does that matter to you? If you're excited and if it's working, then go ahead and do it. So this is one example of how it still affects me Mm -hmm. to this day. Like 
Are they going to, because sometimes people say stuff like, oh, Marta, you're so busy. You're always doing something. And sometimes they're saying that from a perspective of they're admiring me. They're like, wow, I wish I had the same stamina. But then instantly I go into defense mode in saying they're saying this because they're criticizing me and I should slow down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, oh my gosh, that's a whole rabbit hole in itself. So I guess those are my main tips is realizing it's never really going to go away. So make peace with your fears and understand that there's a purpose for them, right? They benefit you in a way of wanting to keep you safe, wanting to make sure that you're not going to get hurt or that nobody's going to get this disappointed or whatever, but then understand that it's on that uh, the other side of that fear that you're going to accomplish the biggest things. And yes. even look back at your own life, like what are some of the scariest things you've done in your life you had to just move past that feeling and look at what you have now? Like when you think, you know, getting married, having kids or whatever it is, it's the same thing moving forward too. Yes, one thousand percent. And like it doesn't go away. Like you could have the six figure business, and you're like, when I get to six figures, it's oh, no, yeah. it's it's always gonna be there. It doesn't matter how many figures, how many things you do. Sometimes I still get like a little. If I go live in my group, I'm like, oh, going live in my group. Like I still get like, and it goes away pretty quickly. But like in the beginning, like it would take me days for me to go live anywhere. Yes. You know, so it gets yes. easier, but it never goes away. Exactly. Yeah, it gets easier. Some things get less hard. Right. I mean, it's the infamous half uh, cup, half empty, half full. Like, yeah, you're going to look at it and just keep going. Exactly. Now, Marta, you have been on TEDx stage. You have written a book. You have been on TV. You have done all the things. Well, not all the things, because I know I know the woman's got some plans here. But would you say you also have a podcast that you and you've been podcasting for five years? Would you say that your podcast was the birthplace of the visibility of putting you on a stage of your own. It definitely was. That's when, when I had this mentor that had a podcast and I was like, all right, I'll give this a try. Cause I wasn't even a podcast person. Cause there are people that follow religiously several shows and they have the time of day where they're like, I was not that person. But then this mentor said, Hey, I have a million downloads. And you know, my extroverted metrics vanity person was like, man, I want a million downloads. Let me see. Let me see where I can get with this. So I started it. and But one of the things that she said besides that is that if you have a podcast, you're a speaker. And that was what I needed to hear because I wanted to be a speaker and I wanted to be in front of people. And I was just in the beginnings of my business in 2018, you know, two years in and barely getting by. And I was like, I get to create my own thing and people will listen to it. So that was the beginning of taking steps of faith and having confidence. I have something important to share. You know, and also seeing how people were excited about it. They're like, oh, yeah, I want to support you. I want to see what you're going to have to say. So it was a step extra than just posting on social media because I had been posting on social media, especially with network marketing when I first started. But the podcast is a next level of commitment to your business, to your audience, to your message. I like to say when I published my book that it, it was me marrying my business. It's like it's official now, you know, like mm-hmm. you can delete the posts. And you can withdraw your book and cancel your book, but it's a different level of commitment. Like I actually have something in print now that I stand by that has my name on it. And the podcast was an extra step in that direction too. Like maybe, you know, I'm getting engaged to my business now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like for me, the podcast was actually the marriage because I'm like, the visibility that you have, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, I want to write a book. It's just like not in my radar right now, maybe someday. But for me, like the podcast was like the marriage. That's it. Like we're official now. It's the podcast and I, 
screw you, Instagram, we're done. It is you, it's not me. And I love that so much because I think your podcast in many ways, it is your your speakers real, right? Like it is how people perceive you and you don't know who is listening to you on the other side. Like I heard this one episode one day and I don't remember who said this, but like, what if it's like Oprah's director of something listening to you and they really like what you have to say? Like you just don't know who's on the other side. So yeah, for me, like podcasting is great. And the organic visibility that you get on a podcast is like nothing else, right? Like you create the thing and it'll, you get downloads today and continue to get downloads for years to come. Like sign me up. Like, cause guys, I'm, I'm an easy marketer, you know, I have other things to do with my life. I have pets and kids and dogs. Like I've got things to do around here. Anyway, Marta, because you are the visibility queen, I could not like have chosen a better partner to partner with in our project coming up. So do you want to tell my people what it is that we're up to behind the scenes around here? Yes, I am so excited for so many reasons. For one, because I am passionate about podcasts. For two, because you're a good friend and you're Brazilian. So we know it's going to be spicy and it's going to be, you know, that fiery Latina Brazil style. So I'm excited about that. So we've decided to host a podcast experience. We're calling it an audio experience. It's called Podcast Takeoff, which for five days, you get access to short bite-sized episodes that we recorded talking about the benefits and the advantages of having a podcast, whether you already have a podcast and you want to grow it and really make it your main thing, main, main lead generation, main you know platform to connect with your audience. Or um, you don't have one and you've been thinking about launching one because I hear it all the time. Oh, I want to start a podcast, but you know, that's that's in my plans for 2026. And I'm like, what? what, what? Why don't you start now? I mean, I've had mine for five years. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you know, so we're coming together to really help people understand the nitty gritty of podcasting and how helpful it is and also giving them the opportunity to work with the both of us uh, to skyrocket their visibility as well. So we're excited for people to sign up. It's completely free and it's going to be available starting June 19th. Yes. And I'm honestly so excited about this because, you know, most of the people in my audience, they're women. And I just know that they have a message to share and it's something, you know, they have their own modality there. There's something special about what it is that they do and they need to get the message out there and podcasting will get you there the fastest, right? Like you can sit here and do reels all day and Sure, you can recycle them on TikTok or whatever, right? But that will only take you so far. Like, there is no way that you can cram your message into an eight-second video, right? But on a podcast, you have 10, 15 minutes of somebody's undivided attention and the impact that you get to have. I have to say that podcasting is more of a passive platform, meaning it's you don't have that instant, like, the likes and the comments and stuff like that. But every once in a while, somebody will email you and like they always come at the right time when you're having like a bad day and somebody will message and tell you, I love today's episode where we're listening to an episode from like, I don't know, 2020 and you really had an impact on me. So you just never know. But the thing about a podcast, it never dies. It's kind of like your book. It's always here, right? Mm-hmm. It keeps on growing. So I'm so here for, for podcasting and the visibility and to partner up with you on this podcasting journey, this audio experience and to be able to walk my audience through like what that looks like and what you're capable of right because at the end of the day guys like Mart and I like we're two Brazilian immigrants who went to the United States and like lived out the American dream and we made things happen but like I went to school for nutrition right like you went to school for 
For languages, I have two English degrees, so translation and linguistics. So, like, what's up, business and marketing? Like, we're just no. moms, you know, like, with cats and dogs. Well, you don't have any cats, but I do. You know, yes. you probably have some bears in your backyard. She's from Colorado, you guys. Squirrels. <laughs> yes. You know, but, like, we did it. Or, like, we got the visibility, you know? And I guess yes. it's Many like, happen. you know, like, I remember when I was starting my business career, I started thinking about having an online business in 2015. I was pregnant with my daughter, and I, I wanted to, like, become an influencer, right? So then, like, 2018 rolled around. I had my second kid, and I was like, I really want to be an influencer. And I was like, this is going to be great, except I don't like to take photos. I don't like Instagram. What am I doing here? And then 2020 rolled around, and I was like, I'm going to start a business. Because I know e-commerce and I'm going to podcast and like it took off. So anyway, all this to say is that Mars and I are regular people, just moms yeah. trying to change the world mm-hmm. and learn from us. Yes. <laughs> Come learn from the people who actually did it, like the girl next door. A hundred percent. Yeah. So if you go to marchesburg.com forward slash podcast takeoff, and you're going to have the link in the show notes to you can register right away, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. You may already be able to jump in to the first episode or so. And if not, just wait until June 19th to have access to all of it. I'm excited. Yes, it, it'll go away June 30th. So make sure that you sign up and that you don't miss out because, you know, once June 30th rolls around, it's going away. But it'll be there at your leisure so you can just listen. But I highly recommend that you start on the 19th. Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Me too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Marta, for blessing us, you know, for you to coming over on my show and, and just blessing my audience with your wisdom and your visibility queen vibes. Oh, thank you so much. This is so fun. <laughs>